Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Technology Show, where our experts translate geek into regular speak. How do you feel about mixed reality versus virtual reality? And what are your thoughts, gadgets or games? And where exactly are you on the battlefield of Windows versus Apple? Stay tuned for our special geek guests. And now, it's over to our tech experts. Hey, hey, welcome back to The Technology Show. I'm your host, Brett Levy, and always with me, Arie. How's it going? How's it going? Good. It's very good. It's It's very good. Fantastic. So, guys, remember, that's technology, spelled tech, K-N-O-W, because you need to know. That's right. As always, App of the Week. I have a doozy this week. In fact, we were just talking about uh, Angela. Maybe we could finally convince her to come back to Mac. So, my App of the Week (laughs) is... YAM display. Y-A-M is an acronym for yet another monitor. So I'm running around working from coffee shops, doing what we're doing. And the one thing that I'm always moaning about is I don't have a second screen like we do in the office. So YAM display lets you connect your iPad to your MacBook. This is one of my first selfish apps that I've done in a long time. This is an iOS Apple only app. I'm sorry. You can get one back on me on Android maybe next week. But fundamentally, there's two opportunities here. You can either hardwire it, so you can plug your wire from your Mac into your iPad, um, or you can buy the Air version, which is slightly more expensive, and it's wireless. And you literally drag and drop between the two. So I've got one screen there, one screen there. But here's the kicker why I thought that Angela would like this. An iPad can take a SIM card. A SIM card could become a hotspot. A hotspot can connect your MacBook. Now you have two screens, portability, connectivity, Hmm, what's this space? Just wondering, does that mean that Android tablets cannot take a SIM card or... No, no, I didn't get to... I didn't try an Android SIM card. No, just, just saying. Okay, well, you find one for Android. I've got one. Right, well, you'll review it. Hey, do I smell an A and B split I, test? It sounds like it. it smells right. like it. So app of the week, YAM, Y-A-M, available for iOS and Mac. So you download free on Mac. Oh, there's a... There is a free trial as well, and then it just cuts you out after seven minutes. So you actually can try it, and then it will Sounds just like reset Apple. you. <laughs> no, that's the developers, but I mean, that's still good. You don't have to buy it and see if it, but it does work. Yeah. And I've used both, wired and um, wireless. Did I mention A and B split test? This, I'm, I'm like scared to do this one. Okay, so Richard Branson and? Elon Musk. I should take Elon Musk because I'm going to claim the dude. He's South African, okay? But I'm going to hand him over to you because I actually have quite an appreciation respect for Mr. Oh, sorry, Sir Richard Branson. Yep. Does Elon have a Sir tag behind him? He does not. I okay, 1-0. I right, let's doubt, go. I don't think he would ever get one. And considering he stepped off of uh, President Trump's uh, advisory board, he's probably not going to get a little sweet up in uh, Trump Tower either. So. Oh, shame. You know. No elephant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and no one's listening. Mind you, people Ouch. could be listening from this day. Will you kick it off? I mean, it's they're two very different people. They are. Why Elon Musk? Uh, well, first of all, he's our contemporary in terms of age. And considering what he's accomplished, you know, by at this age, the, what he's done so far, similar to Barack Obama at the age he ascended to the presidency in the U.S. I mean, the guy is worth billions and billions of dollars. He is basically leading the way and driving the future, uh, at least as far as the uh, mass media is concerned, 
he's got sending us to space, sending us to Mars. He's solving the world's problems of electricity and energy. Uh, and not to mention, he just launched the most kick-ass roadster in the world. Okay. And the semi-truck. One all. So I'll give you one all. Right. How, how's that one all? Well, I had one nil. Again, I mean, he's got a Oh, serve. my God. How okay. did that... Okay. So far, so... Okay, neutral. I'll reset. Right. Branson. 15 years old. Left school. Didn't go to university. Any of those things dyslexic. Most people go, well, that doesn't sound like a role model. Did a student magazine, paid his bills, started a record company. When he took the record company through to Virgin Records, okay, first guy that he signs up, Mike Oldfield, Tubular Bells, number one in the UK for 200 days, printed money, flies off somewhere on holiday, can't get a flight, decides to collect money and charter a plane, boom, Virgin Airlines. I'm going to Virgin Airlines for a simple reason, because our two boys here have something in common. I mean, they're both going off to space. We're not virgins, though. Oh, yeah. Okay, but not us two boys. Okay. Those boys. Well, they're not virgins either. I doubt it. Okay. So, <laughs> we're both, they're both going off to space. Yeah. One's trying to take us with them to space. The other one's trying to blow up rockets in space. Or at least Facebook's rocket. 1X. What's the story behind that? SpaceX? Yes. 1X? SpaceX. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, what you're looking at is a boyhood dream to get to the moon, get to the stars, and be on top of the world. And when he wasn't able to actually buy a rocket ship, uh, he decided to build them. And in turn, completely transforming the space race and how people invest and get themselves into the stars. So, US, Europe, China, everyone's using SpaceX, International Space Station. Uh, I'd call that a one-zero as far as space. I'm going to give Branson. it to you because Branson hasn't done it yet. I, I think, think Brent, what's it called? Virgin died? Galactic. Oh no! Come there? on! Didn't someone yeah. die in a Tesla car? Let's uh, different yeah, story. Hold on. Different, different. Same people. Different. Well, kinda. I mean, who is driving? Brent? No one. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. Branson's got 200 companies. The boring companies holding what? Five, six. I don't oh. know. I, I don't even know if we could win because they're so different in personality. What I do remember when you're talking about um, like space and transport and all those things, Branson owns an island. Does that count? Is that a 1-0? But even on his island, he's got a cool little underwater ride. Now, the boring company wants to go underground when to avoid the traffic, but um, Branson's already underground. He's underwater, man. You can go for a ride to Necker Island on his little craft. Yeah. Eh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I'm, I'm, there's a lot more we could talk about. But I know. I think we'll, uh, so we'll save it for a part two. Here we go. Okay. Here's an idea. We can't do a, we, we can't do a win. Okay. They're too, they're too different. But what would be the next thing that you think that Musk needs to do to make him really stand out from the crowd? Besides, I mean, he's got some really hairbrain ideas. What's the next thing? Uh, it's not going to be an if. It's when the Hyperloop really becomes ready oh, for mass production. Hyperloop. Yeah. So that... You I'll and I are yeah, going yeah. to enjoy okay, that, I forgot going to Melbourne in 30 minutes on the Hyperloop. I'll capitulate. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. And the, also, the number two, I would say, would be the boring company in actually solving Los Angeles. Dude, what's that name? I mean, Virgin is I, exciting. I, I, give, give, look, I'll give you the win on that one. But, I mean, the opportunity to actually engage in fast, high-speed traffic, whether you're in a Tesla or not, is beyond the point. He's saying, let me solve those problems. All right, so we call it then two good guys that we both like and are doing cool stuff. To be continued. Okay. Agreed. Sure. All righty. Well, that's that. So for screens with a Z or 
Zed. Zed. I mean, as we all say it. Zed. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about this one. So I have a dirty little secret. I love Blackberry. I've said it a hundred times. Um, I'm never going to ever back down from that statement. I've had the piss kicked out of me many times for saying it, but I love Blackberry. I'm just putting it out there. Any business user would agree. Okay. So let me tell you, let me tell you why I'm so excited about screens for this week. Blackberry Key One. Okay. I'm getting some nice interesting looks here. So the Blackberry Key One, finally, Android, pure Android on a Blackberry. Okay. Yep. So none of this funny stuff that they had going on with the passport. And then some of the features. So the main reason that I love BlackBerry, besides the keyboard, the physical keyboard so you can actually type and not guess, is the BlackBerry Hub. So let me explain Hub a little bit better. What it does is it takes every single possible account that you have, Facebook, LinkedIn, all your different email accounts that you might have, etc., etc., and it brings them into one place. So there's no jumping between apps. When a notification comes on, um, and we'll be talking about productivity just now with our guest, there's nothing more unproductive than sitting typing and a ping goes up on Facebook and now if you go to Facebook, it all just sits in the hub and you can action it. Within the hub is a snooze feature. Now everyone's going, well, you can snooze anything you want. You can snooze by location. So you can turn off an email, if it's a private email, until an address. So when your phone sees that you're now home, all those emails will come back into the hub. They just disappear until you get there and vice versa work emails. So if it's the weekend and you're not working on the weekend like some people do uh, or don't, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said some people, I didn't say it applies to us, um, you can actually then snooze and mute those until your work address and they'll come back again. But the fact that you can sit there and action every single communication, WhatsApp, Twitter, SMS, everything within the hub, that's one of the main reasons why I've used the BlackBerry as, many, you know, as, my, as my secondary phone. Um, the one thing that BlackBerry is really well known for is their security, hence the reason that the FBI and that were all allowed to use it. Uh, Samsung, they have a thing called Knox. Their Knox security, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's written by BlackBerry. Yeah. That's what it is. It's BlackBerry software. So now DTEC sits inside the Android platform as well. So all your apps are measured, no need for an antivirus. It does it for you. It warns you. It says, you can go ahead and load that if you want, but we don't recommend you should because of the following reasons. How about the hardware, camera, uh, storage, etc.? Okay. I don't think that anyone's ever woken up in the morning going, ha, oh, BlackBerry takes the most beautiful photos in the world. I've never thought that. This camera, however, that I've got at the moment on the, on the key one that I've played with, it's pretty tight. It's a pretty solid camera. Uh, I showed you, I think, that picture I took with the birds when you could go into the feathers. Yeah, it yeah. does show pixels as well, which you were talking about on one of the other phones doesn't. Yeah. So you are seeing pixels. So you are getting the depth that, that it's, it's up there. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to win photography competitions, but it's, good, it's definitely good enough. And if you're a business person, it's perfect. Yep. Front camera for video calling, perfect. Um, the other thing, that, and this is this is really, really cool feature, is that the keys are all hot. So what that means is that the entire keyboard acts as a mouse. You can run your finger around it and it moves. So you don't have to touch the screen. And then it has flick type. So you know you get your predictive text along the top. It's got three words. You just flick your finger up and the word goes in. So while it starts learning how you speak, and even if you have slang, I mean, one of the questions that we always get asked is, how does it handle slang? It picks up that you're choosing between languages and you flick it up. Um, battery life, dude, very good. Yep. Really, really good. Uh, micro USB-C, so it's starting to move into the, the new common form factor, I think. Yep. Room for an SD card. There's a couple of guys out there that um, haven't, haven't put an SD card in. Yeah. Google. I mean, 
W2F. True. Pixel 2. Samsung, thank you. <laughs> Getting that in. Uh, it's <laughs> not a Fan gaming boy. device, nor is it no. a, a VR device. Not. It will run AR Core that uh, Google has. I'm However, sure it will. The size of the screen's not there. Um, if you're going to sit there and watch Netflix on it, sure, on the airplane, it'll do you good. And for most business users, that's enough. Uh, but it, it is not the gaming and entertainment device. And it's not meant to be either. No, it isn't. And, and, and I was going to say that if you're looking to buy... Um, a, a, a phone for, for media and entertainment, get an iPhone or any other big Android full screen phone. This is a business phone. It's business front, business back, and it works. And it, I mean, you've seen it. It's slick. Carbon fiber backing, really sexy product. Um, I, I love it. I mean, I replaced my passport with this. Very happy. So that's screens. Uh, MR, you say you've got? I've got a couple. I've got a, a whole bunch. Right. Um, I think starting off with Star Wars, uh, the last few weeks have seen some really exciting stuff from Star Wars. Uh, first off, you have the Sony headset that allows you to have a lightsaber war or battle anywhere in the world. Uh, I'm watching your, you smile. Yeah. It's like I can see this little <laughs> Star Wars fan. Like. No, definitely, definitely. And it, it's interesting because the Star Wars brand has lent itself to innovation of different kinds with the emotive headset and being able to use your head to float uh, balls like a Jedi. Um, that sounded really <laughs> that, bad. <laughs> but, uh, and then can the only Jedi's battle. balls float? Is that yes. what you're saying? But this is, okay. <laughs> no, this is no. a bespoke headset from Sony, and so it's the first sort of mixed reality okay, based sorry, on... Okay, sorry, there's the problem. It's it, bespoke? Bespoke in the sense that it is a Sony headset running Windows 10. Okay. Yeah. So it's not bespoke running anything. It's, okay. It's I thought you meant like one of the yeah. own languages and then we're back to square one. What is exciting uh, is that it is wireless. Ah. And so okay, cool. all of the activity moving into that first wireless headset and headspace. We need to start getting video for our show when we can see you running around pretending you've got a lightsaber in your hands going vroom, vroom. Yeah. So uh, where does that sit? That's MR. Because if it's running Microsoft, no? Look, there, it, it, Microsoft would call it MR, uh, which is fine. Um, the second one is the second uh, VR experience, which is the Star Wars droid repair. And that's being promoted by Nissan. So you go oh, to wow. a Nissan uh, yeah. showroom, and you can actually get into a VR game. So you're playing with uh, Nissan droids. No, That's it's, it's Star Wars choice, but yeah, it's very cool. Very it's cool. so nice that how the brand has aligned themselves to something like that. That's yeah, cool. Totally. So you two my cars and that, I'm going to jump in there as well. There's a guy by the name of Alec Moody. He's just come up with a whole build a car in VR. And you literally have all the parts that you would need to build a car and a car engine. And you build it. But they using, it's obviously HTC Vive. So using your, your, heads, your handset. Um, and but you see hands with gloves as if you were working in a workshop and you pick the pieces up you pick up a wrench if it won't fit it shows you that it won't fit but you can actually build a whole car and he's, he's currently working on some other models as well so like think of Meccano when we were kids but now in VR and in full detail um, I'll find the links and I'll post that up as well but um, I was quite impressed with that it's just a different use case yep you know on, in that case, in terms of creation, there's a couple interesting points. One is that Google launched their AR VR uh, object library recently. And so they're building out a poly library where you can go in and actually uh, find, submit objects, but also pull down and use objects straight into... Can we explain that for people? Because a lot of people won't know what the poly is, you know, what a poly, high or low. Sure. So a poly is high, you get a high-res poly and a low-res poly, and that's basically the image that is used in the 3D environment. 
So are you saying now that they're making it that we can give them polys or are they providing them? You can just add objects. It's a library that's just growing. So as a VR or AR developer, you can go in and pull objects from the library. And they're all too free? Them. Free. See, that's cool. Yep. And that was one of our big bugbears in the early days is having to take an image and create the polys out of them. Yeah. And, and the rendering time, what about rendering? Will it, it, well, it will be rendered, it'll be done, it's the poly. You're, you're pulling it into whichever environment you're building in Unity or Stream or whatever. The other one is that Thailand has built a, uh, there's a creator out there who's built a Thailand AR platform to build AR out of the box. So similar to Blipar, similar to others out there, it's a drag and drop AR creation platform and built in Thailand. That's interesting. You mentioned Blipar. I was actually about to move across into augmented reality. So Blipar just launched um, AR City app for navigation. Now this is something you and I have always been talking about, where you now, like the name suggests, you don't use a GPS, you just hold your phone up in front of you and you see all the information. So let's say we're walking down George Street, Vivo Cafe will pop up and you could click and get directions, but you're watching it through the camera. Now there's two reasons why I like that. One, it's augmented reality, that should be enough. But two, um, how many people are walking in the streets looking at their phones? They walk into poles, mind you, that's funny. But, and walk into streets and get hit by cars, that's not funny. Uh, in fact, here in Sydney, they're piloting that whole red and green strips along the floor to stop people that totally. are busy looking down. With AR, your camera's on. So totally. you're actually looking through your phone. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you're not supposed to look at your phone and cross the street. So. What, what I do <laughs> like about it, though, is that Blippo was one of the early, early players in this space. And then we kind of haven't heard from them. They kind of opened the door for everyone else. Now they're coming back. You won't like this. It's not available for Android yet. It's working on AR Kit. Um, but look, let's be honest. AR Kit's ready. The Android version isn't. Not properly. Mm, depends who you ask. Okay. Well... At the moment, it's not. It's not here in Sydney yet either. Um, they've got it, obviously, a Mountain View, the whole of San Francisco and central London. So it'll roll. By the time they're ready to roll globally, I'm sure the, the, the Android AR platform will be in place. So that's Blipar. And I think that's, uh, that's mixed reality for this week. That's good enough for today. That's Always more news to share. But yep. Good full show. Cool. So our guest of this week is David Pigott from Jabra. Hello. David is the Managing Director ANZ, is that right? Correct. Yeah. Okay, well welcome to the show. Thank you very much, thank you for having me. Okay, so I have to confess, I have been very selfish. I've had the privilege of playing with the new headset. And not and I haven't sh- There we go, you see, I didn't get to finish. <laughs> That's actually Cade's fault. That's my 11-year-old son. He's yeah. kind of like grabbed onto it now as well. Mm-hmm. For Minecraft, and he can talk. Nice. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we've got gaming going on. But that's not what we're here for today, to talk about Minecraft and gaming. David, the whole idea and the reason why I was, I was intrigued with what you're doing with Jabra and, and the headset itself. Um, noise cancelling, nothing new, a lot of guys are doing Correct. it. Active in and out, n- not necessarily anything new. Connecting to multiple devices. The positioning that you've done with Jabra though, which is exciting, is about productivity. And yes. more importantly, about working in open spaces or environments like we're recording in now. Take us through the, the, the thinking or, or the reasoning why you, you, you're basically trying to own productivity. Okay. So if you look at the market um, today, I've worked in communications for a very long time. And we've been promising unified communications for the last 10, 15 years. And now it's a reality. If you look at where micro, uh, Microsoft are taking the market, um, the, the almost death of the desk phone environment in a working space the growth of activity-based working, people moving into open-plan workspaces. Now, when you work in a, an open-plan workspace, it's a beautiful productivity story. 
the idea that you have less desk space, that you have more people in the room, that you can collaborate more. What you find, though, is that um, when you work in a collaborative environment, you get disturbed a great deal more. You're working open plan, people see you in the office, they come and tap you on the shoulder and go, hey, you're here to help me do my job. And you're going, no, I'm not. I'm here to do my job. Leave me alone. But they do. You do it naturally. Uh, And the problem is that when you work in that environment, you get disturbed. Um, There's actually a report done by the University of California that said that um, uh, knowledge workers like us, we get disturbed every 10 minutes. As long as that, I get disturbed every five. (laughs) 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 I think it's an average, so you're probably on the other side of the uh, the bell curve. Um, But that is just general stuff, people coming and talking to you. But also depending where your your desk is that you've got, people are having a chat about the rugby on on a Monday morning when they come in, you're trying to get something done. Now when you are disturbed, it takes you 23 minutes to refocus. Wow. So every 10 minutes you get disturbed, it takes you 23 minutes to refocus. If you just do the maths yourself, you're never focused. And that's just because of our nature. Yeah, we used to work in offices that had closed doors, and you'd close the door and say, I'm here, I'm busy, don't come and get me. And so what we, we saw this, and if, if you know anything about Jabra, Jabra an insights-driven business. We are an engineering house, so we engineer products to fit a proper solution. And we notice this within the working environment. And so... We sat down and went, how does this work? Why are people being disturbed and how can we help? Um, And so we looked at, well, the first thing you should have is a busy light. The first thing you should have is something that indicates to people around you that actually, do you know what? I'm not here to help you. I'm trying to get on with what I'm doing. Right. So the product that you were playing with was the Evolve 75. It's one of the latest ones we've just released. And all of the Evolve product have a busy light. And that just tells everybody... Oh, that's right. There's a light around the headset. That yeah. I've seen it now. When, as I said, my son's taken over my headset. Yeah. And it's not on my head, so I can actually see it. And <laughs> you've got that. You're right. There's a light. Yeah. Correct. Okay, I didn't think of that. And the nice you were talking earlier, I think, about BlackBerry. Yeah. And um, how you can have this kind of snooze button. Yep. Um, with the busy light, it's not just when you're on a call. You connect it to anything in Outlook or anything on your calendar. You can busy time out. So you mm. can actually just say, I want to work on this Excel spreadsheet. I don't want anyone to busy me, to, to bother me, sorry. Busy me out. Now, that is a change management process that you need to go through with the business to say, guys, this is the norm. If the light is on, just assume the door is closed. Right. And that just came through our insights working with businesses across the world. And how have you seen the adoption of people within the business community, particularly larger enterprise organizations, to, you know, you see people wearing headphones and, you know, listening to music or you don't really know what they're doing, but that sort of adoption saying it's okay to be wearing a headset, particularly, you know, if you're using it to communicate. I'm just imagining a uh, boardroom where everyone's sitting around the boardroom with their headset on, half of them busy busy lights flashing. <laughs> well, I mean, look at you and me. We work together as partners, and both of us take headsets on so we don't disturb each other. That's true. So it's, it's already happening. But you should also look at it. You know, you know how many times you're in a conference call, and there's a bunch of you sitting around a, a table, and you're all sitting around a, a microphone in the middle. And it's fine for people who are in that room, but as soon as you're outside of that room, you're not really hearing what's going on. If everybody was logged in to their own version of Skype with a headset on, you can hear everybody perfectly. Without, without the, the kick, 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 pop, 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 pop. That's yeah, the yeah. worst. Yeah. And that, that's also true. I mean, we've, we've sat before and we've tried to sit around a call for a conference call or, or just using a Mac, you know. 
the, the video side of it is fine, but you can't hear properly. We, we sit, we, I'm, I'm busy moving, but we sit and put our heads up against the computers, um, you know, trying to hear. <laughs> totally. Taking that one step further, just the mobile workforce. I mean, you know, we said before, we both are very, very active. We pretty much work wherever we need to be working from to be able to have a conference call in an environment like this yep. with the silence yep. and really, you know, be able to actually, you know, focus, pay attention and be part of it with wherever you are anything happening it's just a matter i guess are you willing to wear the headset and you know one thing i was thinking about from a human human centered design perspective you know the, the insights you're that you're looking at you know who who is the target audience for uh this headset and you know obviously it's available here um but where, how, how have you seen the adoption and, and what kind of adoption in terms of the, the people that are taking it up yeah, yeah. Uh, good question um, so we, we launched this the, the Evolve product back in 2014. It is now the number one selling UC headset range in the world. Um, we, we launched the Evolve 75 um, just earlier this year. Now, if you look at the product, um, um, the product itself is designed for that mix between a consumer and a professional. The marketing people call them the prosumer. Um, yep. Basically, it's us. We listen to music, but you don't want, you said earlier, uh, you don't want to be able to take your headset off, move to some other device to take Correct. a phone call. Now, this is a stereo device, so it's perfect for listening to your music. It's wireless, so you can use it with your iPhone 7, 8, iPhone 8. I have to jump in there and say, battery life, really long as well. It talks to you when you put it on, it says, you have 14 hours of battery life left. So you really can plan and not yeah. have to start thinking about, oh, I'm going to need to charge. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to cut you off, David, but I mean, that's... That's another Critical. thought. Yeah. Correct. Critical. I yeah. mean, you're sitting working, and next when your, your headset dies, your whole connectivity dies. Mm. Totally. The, the other simple thought that we have is that it's just a mini USB. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there's no unique charging device for it. Any mini USB that you've got will charge the device. If the battery dies, will you be able to just plug in the wire Correct. and then still run? Yeah, so you've got a USB cable that goes into the um, mini USB, plug it into the USB port in your laptop, and it works uh, as a wired headset. Right. That's clever. That yeah. That's where clever. my other one failed. So that really is clever. This is where uh, I, I'm hang, hammering on about Jabra, but we You're really allowed to. do. It's your company. <laughs> <laughs> engineer. <laughs> Everything we do is engineered for success. And it's the minute detail. We have the, the new product, which is the Evolve 75E, which we've spent 26,000 engineering hours building. Wow. Um, so that's equivalent of nearly three years engineering time just to get this to market. So that it is... This is the one on his neck, just so you know. It's As I said, it's radio. We can't yeah. show anyone yeah, anything, sorry. but it's... It's an around-the-neck style. What's very interesting is that the over-the-head earphone style with a sort of gaming-style mic yeah. versus my favorite, which is... Uh, around the neck. Around the neck. And this has really emerged in the last two or three years. Uh, I was using an LG Tone yeah. headset for quite a while. Yeah. And for bang for your buck, incredible. However, uh, I am on the market, so I may have to be taking a look at this one. Uh, so, uh, as I say, it's, it's the engineering capability. Now, if, if we look at the Evolve 75, th this is the first and still the only headset in the world that is certified by Microsoft to work in outdoor uh, and open plan environments. Um, okay, so I was liking this conversation and then you had to start going pro Microsoft. Have you not <laughs> noticed <laughs> what you've done now, David, is you've told me you've never listened to one of our shows because I'm probably the biggest basher that there is. Um, no, I'm not. In fact, I had to capitulate the other day. But let's be honest, 
we're talking about work and uh, work is Microsoft you know yeah. that is what it is I mean, right. I mean they dominate the desk space um, their rollout of their UC platform is, is just going gangbusters and so um, we love them as well because everything that they do is around the soft phone environment um, uh, so if, if you're looking at UC today really it is Microsoft and Cisco those two dominate the, the, the play and they're all about the soft phone so the desk phone is moving away and the reason for that is people are working off their laptop they're working in this type of cafe environment yep. now this is certified um, very many vendors put their products forward to be certified for this particular classification and we're the only one to pass yep. and the reason for that is that the ANC is built in such a way that it drowns out I just need to quickly add in the active noise cancellation sorry. Yeah, sorry. no no yeah. we translate geek into regular speak <laughs> that's what we do <laughs> But uh, ANC is, yeah. Active noise cancelling. Um, and so the active noise cancelling, uh, if you think it's an, it's an algorithm, and the algorithm that we use is we, we spend an awful lot of time in people's offices understanding what are the noises within an office environment. Um, and so the algorithms are there to, 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 to drown out the office noises, air conditioning, fax machines, that shows how old I am, but um, just the noise within the office. Then the microphone... Um, is is aimed to work in an outdoor environment, um, so it has um, holes through it to let wind blow through it. It is the only headset uh-huh. in the yeah. world that is certified to work in a, in an outdoor. And We've often been at fantastic. separate places and having to jump on a conference call, and one of us, if we're outdoors, has to mute our phone, which means we can't actually talk or yeah, wait. Totally. You know, people yeah. don't know if we're still on the call yeah. because of no- uh, wind wind noise. There's nothing worse. So it, it wouldn't work if you were skydiving, but it would work in, yeah. in the street. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite like that. <laughs> and I, I, I think what's, what everyone's wondering about is, what, what is the next generation going to look like? Uh, I'm a swimmer. I've been looking for waterproof proper waterproof not ip67 but proper i can take it in the water and swim with it um which can also go into uh you know an office environment the ones you're holding here you know from a form factor perspective are very comfortable and i really like the around the neck style what what, what can we see coming and what's jabra putting out there or uh, what do you sort of see okay we so look at um jabra have two sides so we've got the enterprise side which all of this range sit in we also have the consumer side um, now we specialize right now in voice and music and sports audio. Um, one of the, the concerns that you're going to have around swimming with a headset is not necessarily the waterproof factor, it's the fact that Bluetooth doesn't work very well in water. Yeah. Yeah. So you would then need the device to store music within the headset. And you can get headsets that do that. Yeah. But very few people these days will download an MP3 player and stick it on a memory stick and load it into a headset. Mm-hmm. You listen to your music via your different apps yep. we're getting to the end of the show but there's one thing I do want to mention because I saw that on the packaging you actually have a website that takes you to productivity I just want to quickly finish it off there for, for music is that like a curated playlist of songs or you know just tell the <laughs> listeners what it is yeah, and why yeah, so they should go to your productivity as opposed to I don't know ACDC or something like that ACDC might have a, a range that doesn't let you concentrate beautiful music Correct. love them to bits but um, yeah, so what we've created is a uh, it's like an ambient soundtrack that is perfectly built to get you into a concentration zone 
Um, I'm not going to sit here and say we're the best DJs in the world, but the guy who wrote it actually is a DJ. And he's, uh, well, there we go. But nice. I mean, the idea was again about engineering, it, getting it, that it, right frequency, the right. Every, one of the questions, you know, and I know we're running out of time, but one of your questions was about how uh, people are using it and people are adopting it and allowing people to listen to music. Yep. Um, the younger generation, the younger workers listen to music. They listen to something like 60% more music than I would naturally do in, in the workplace. And so having that ability to listen to music, concentrate on, on your work, take phone calls, move between the different modes is key. It's really cool. Absolutely key. Well, David, thank you. Um, website, jabra.com.au? Correct. Okay, so we can follow Twitter, Facebook, all those good things. Excellent. Ex- and just the specific product name, Evolve 75. 75. Evolve 75. Yeah. 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 And the new one is coming out as Evolve 75E, and that will be available end of December, but really January will be launching it properly. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Well, that's it. Thanks again for coming in. We thank appreciate you very it. Much. Until next time, keep your screens clean and your knobs shiny. Thanks for listening to our latest episode of The Technology Show. Remember, for more episodes, hop onto eaglewavesradio.com.au, follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Catch you next time.